Hello? Where am I? What, what day is it? I know it's past Christmas, and I know it's not New Year's Eve yet. Oh yes, I'm recording the podcast, so it must be Thursday. Welcome back to the Hiker Podcast. I'm your host, Owen Hamilton. How was your Christmas? Was Santa good to you? Did you get that Adam Pax bag you were hoping for? Or that Z Pax tarp you were looking at on your browser and you left your laptop open while you made tea for your partner? Or were you one of the really lucky ones that got a hiker voucher? Well, whatever you gave or whatever you got, I hope you got to spend some time with your loved ones. I had a weird Christmas. It seems about half of Ireland caught the latest strain of COVID-19. Omicron or Omicron. Sounds like a transformer. And we had to isolate for Christmas. For me and my girlfriend, it was actually kind of nice. It was our first Christmas together and we had a lovely meal and got to spend time together, exchange presents. Thankfully, we're now in the clear and can't wait to get back into the mountains. I'm sure that wasn't the case for so many others. So my heart goes out to those and I hope you get to leave isolation soon and see your families and get outside. Uh, There's nothing more healing than the mountains. I think you've heard me yarn on about that uh, so many times, but it's genuinely, genuinely true. Even though it's not New Year's quite yet, uh, we've actually decided to run our New Year's sale a little bit earlier this year. So step up your game in 2022 and upgrade to Hiker Pro today. Just head over to the app or the website, hiker.com, and pick up your discount. Now, today I have a little late Christmas present for you. Sorry for not getting to you on the big day, but uh, sure, you wouldn't have listened to this anyway. You'd be playing with your tarp or something. Uh, a few weeks back, I interviewed uh, a dude who was on a trip across the Balkans. But until we spoke on the phone, I was not actually aware he had been walking from Paris. Traversing the Alps and heading due southeast, Salal Han is on a round-the-world hike, taking long-distance hiking to a whole new level. I was curious to know if anyone else had done anything like this before him. And by the sounds of it, there's actually a few people currently doing their own version of it. I know for sure I'll have Salal back on the show to see how he's doing. I know he's currently somewhere in the Bulgarian mountains with his family. What a way to ring in the new year. So I wish him and his family a very happy new year. Okay, I'll stop yapping now, but enjoy my interview with Salal Han. Salal, is that, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Perfectly. French way. Oh, Merci. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, bravo. <laughs> I, 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 I can't even remember how I did in my exams in French in secondary school, in, uh, in high school. I can't remember how I did. I think I did okay. Uh, when was that? Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> uh, so I think, I, 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 you know, I have the pleasantries. I, I know how to say hello. I know how to say goodbye. 
but it's the one thing I want to bring back is 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 my my use of the French language. But anyway, we'll t- talk about my education levels later at another stage. Uh, Salah, thank you so much for coming on the show um, and and taking time uh, to come on and, and talk about your adventure. That's uh, that's a pleasure. Do you, do you want to tell us where you are right now? Not the building that you're in, but like where in the world <laughs> are, you, are you right now, and 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 what have you done to this point? Yeah, so right now I am uh, in Orid. So Orid is like a, a historic, like kind of touristic uh, city in Macedonia. It's located near uh, like the most ancient lake in Europe, in North Macedonia. Wow. Okay. And and um, and uh, what's gotten you to that point? Uh, where you're you're on a bit of an adventure at the moment. Yeah, so I just crossed with my dad, actually, he joined me like uh, two days ago. We just crossed uh, the Shibonik mountain range that was in Albania to, to go to Macedonia. And uh, so I crossed Albania before it was uh, Montenegro, before that it was Bosnia, and before that Croatia, Slovenia, Italy, Switzerland, and before that France, where I actually started my trip. That's it. That is incredible. And and when did you start? This trip? It was the third of June of this year. So uh, it's nearly nearly it's going to be six months in in December. Wow. Um, and do you have any idea of the distance that you've traveled so far? I think it's around uh, four thousand four thousand five hundred. Actually, I cannot count it anymore because before that I. Was was on uh, you know big European hiking trails like Via Alpina or Canina Rica. It was easy to count the kilometers, but uh, right now I don't have like a, you know an application that really counts every kilometer. And so yeah. Okay. Okay. Now it's just just a gross picture. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about your your trail and what your plans are and what, where, where you've gone. Well, do you mind introducing yourself a little bit more? So you know where are you from? What's uh, what's your what's your background? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So um, my name is Solal. My family name is Hohn. It's it's actually a, a German family name because my my grandfather is a is Roma- is actually of Romanian ascent, both from a German community, and he um, he fled the USSR to France when he was eighteen. That's why I have this name. And uh, I'm twenty seven since uh, a fortnight fortnight now, and uh, I started this uh, war trip uh, in June. And before that, I did like a few jobs to um, to make some money for my trip. I actually worked in my family organic supermarket near Paris, where where I spent like most of my uh, teenage and adult years. So I'm French. <laughs> Maybe you can hear it in my accent. I don't know. <laughs> and that's, um, that's excellent. And and I suppose where did hiking come into your life? Like what, what you know, this is this is a big trip. You know. Uh, yeah. You told you told me about so, this before, so I kind of know roughly where we're going with this. But what what sparked the interest? So hiking was always uh, a part of my life. Like uh, I started hiking actually when I was a baby. We were in uh, in Corsica when I was like I don't know a few months old with my parents. They were carrying me. Then uh, every summer after that, we hiked. Uh, I don't know two or three weeks with my parents and my siblings. So. First with donkeys when we were too young to carry a backpack, then without the donkeys, 
Then I started uh, to do it with my friends. We did like uh, the pilgrimage of Saint-Jacques uh, from France to, to Spain. And then I did my first hike alone when I was, uh, I think, 20 in the south of France on the French Riviera. But actually, it's funny because I, I totally hated it. Like, I was like, what am I doing here? Uh, it's, it's really boring. I hated it. And it was three days and I stopped it uh, after like the second day. And then uh, I discovered I was totally into it alone uh, while I was doing like a, an Erasmus exchange in, in Turkey. So I hiked what is called the Lysian Way on the south of the Mediterranean coast. It took me uh, a bit more than two weeks, I think. And uh, yeah, that was the first discover of uh, hiking alone and I really loved it. So when I had the idea of the world trip, I was like, okay, it's, of course it's gonna be by hiking. It's, it's an easy decision. Really, yeah. and and so what's the what's the big plan for the hike? Because you've done uh, you've done more hiking this year than a lot of people will probably do in their entire life, and you're only <laughs> really you're only kind of really starting. Like, you, so what's what's yeah. the plan here? So the plan is to hike all continents, uh, non-polar, of course, because I'm not a, a complete explorer. I'm just a hiker. Mm. a long distance hiker and uh, so in the next few months i will be in asia uh, because i will be crossing greece and turkey then so after turkey i'm going to iraq pakistan india bangladesh and then southeast asia that's going to take me a few months after that i want to find a boat like i want to kind of hitchhike a boat to um, to america and i would love to do america from the south continent to the north to, to to canada if i can it really depends on the boats um and then cross again an ocean to go to africa just as south as i can find it and then from africa back to europe where i will finish my trip in paris hopefully <laughs> wow that is some trek um <laughs> Like I don't know if you've checked into this, but are you aware of anyone who's ever done anything like this before? Yeah, yeah, I I know at least two French-speaking persons that done it. Not entirely. I know one Canadian guy who did it for a uh, piece. Uh, it was supported by UN actually, and did it. He did it for eleven years, but he had like a, a trolley for his foot, so he was only on on main main roads. Okay. So I think it's quite boring to do this. Um, and I know it's also a French girl. Uh, she finished it in 2019. She did kind of the same way as me. Uh, she went up, uh, above the Himalaya. So all the uh, Central Asia countries like Kazakhstan, uh, Tajikistan, Mongolia, Russia. And, uh, and then she stopped uh, in Costa Rica, where uh, it's actually funny, a Facebook community paid for the boat back to France. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of carving out your own path. You're you're really there isn't really anyone that's doing what you are doing specifically. Right now, uh, I think that maybe there is a French guy that is doing the kind of the same uh, trip as me, but I don't know if if he'll continue to the end because he's really like improvising all the way. Is is like uh, maybe one or two countries countries behind me and. Uh, I don't think he has like a lot of uh, financial uh, resources on his side. So he's, he's going like all the way he can, but he will eventually stop because of this, I think. Yeah. 
I, I can I can imagine the financial kind of burdens or the financial difficulty you can find yourself in when doing something like this. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, more so that the planning that will go into into something like this. Do you kind of do a lot of planning for this or do you do it, you know, you hike a certain amount of distance, get to a town and kind of then plan it the next section or what 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 do you do for this? So I have I have kind of a clear vision of the countries I want to cross. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had a um, kind of a, of a precise trace until Iran, but it's been it's been a, a bit modified by weather conditions. Uh, it was snowing in Bosnia in Montenegro, so I had to go back to the to the plains to the to the interland, and um, so I kind of stepped a bit away from my trace. But uh, so I did a bit of uh, yeah planning with this trace. Um, but right now I am like sometimes improvising, sometimes going back to my trace. I know that uh, after Iran is going to be complete improvisation and just like use, uh, for example, maps. E, download the, the maps of the country and try to find the just the best hiking trail there. I'm also uh, trying to find like um, you know hiking. Uh, characters there like I'm, I'm in contact with a Pakistanis guy who crossed his entire country on foot same for India so I'm like picking some advice uh, here and there well hopefully, yeah. <laughs> we, hopefully we can we can we can help out with that as well with uh with mapping some trails yeah if you want to we can we can certainly partner up with you and, and see if we can we can work for sure um for sure but yeah the, I just I, I can't imagine the amount of of uh kind of mental strategy that kind of goes into it i'm sure like you know there's a lot of it that you can work out along the way um yeah like border crossings and you know diplomatic relations yeah that kind of stuff i'd say that 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 can be tricky at times so uh i i did the maximum i could before my trip so i vaccinated myself that was the the basic of course mm-hmm. so i have i have the the covid vi- vaccine um for the border crossing in Europe, it's, it's really easy. Like uh, I crossed most of them actually in the mountains, so I didn't see a lot of border patrols or stuff, stuff like this. Um, when I when I will be crossing Turkey, uh, visa visa stuff will start. So visa, uh, for example, in Turkey, you can have like a three month visa, which is quite short to cross the entire country. Uh, you can renew it, but you need to pay. And uh, I'm I'm just starting actually to. Uh, to go like once a day or two two days a week on uh, on a website that is called Cara Caraistan. Maybe you know it. It's it's it enlists uh, all the border crossing by foot, by bike, in word. Actually, it's it's pretty impressive. Interesting. I must I must look that up. I'll get I'll get the yeah. actual name after after the show, and we can I can look that up. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So apart from this. Apart from this, I don't, I don't plan that much. I, I just know that in Istanbul, I will uh, need to apply to visas for uh, Iran and maybe Pakistan as well, because I won't be crossing any like major capitals after that. Uh, I know that for, for the Iraqi Kurdistan, when you are French, you don't need any visa. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm going with the flow uh, for, some, for some of this. Like I just know that maybe some countries will be closed because, because of COVID. And... So what, what I'm going to do, maybe I'll just wait and find a work away or just go around this country if I really need to. It's, yeah, pure improvisation, I think. Yeah, well, it kind of, it 
it taps into a little bit of uh, what seems to be a reoccurring theme in 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 hiking and uh, in show in particular because we, we I, I talk to a lot of people about long distance hiking in particular mm-hmm. and, and they, one of the things that keeps coming up is just being present and the, the hiking kind of forces you to be to be as present as you possibly can and being present means dealing with whatever comes up in front of you whether it be weather whether it be terrain yeah be elevation whether it be a border crossing whether it be you know running out of food yeah yeah. so you're kind of pushing that to the limit you know it's (laughs) it's kind of counterintuitive you're pushing being present to the limit it's is uh yeah it's a funny thought but that's that's true but actually for now i'm i'm really not really concerned about like those difficulties i mean it was pretty easy and I'm really optimistic in general, so I think everything will work fine, and I will reach Asia without any major issues. And even if if there are issues, there there are there will not be a problem. There will be not there will be just uh, conditions to work with, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I I guess you have to have a bit of a a go with the flow kind of attitude when you're doing something like this. You yeah. kind of have to have a bit of a you know, uh, it will work out kind of an attitude about this. Yeah, otherwise, exactly. Otherwise, exactly. you'll just be anxious about everything. Yeah, it's and <laughs> about this, I have like a, a small anecdote, which is quite funny. Like this, this French girl who did like eight years around the world, she made a promise not to uh, to take any kind of public transport or cars or stuff like this. So she was really into like, okay, I have I have my my planning and I won't step like uh uh, inch from this and when she was i think in in i don't know kazakhstan i don't know why she was really sick and and she had to take she had to do like hit she had to hitchhike because otherwise she would be too sick and she burst into tears and like in a, in a small depression because she she needed to go into a car and as soon as she entered this car she was like crying and and yeah in she had like a week or two weeks depression because of this so i'm i'm really okay like you can do whatever you want. You have some rules, but don't be too stringent with yourself. It's useless. Just yeah, go with the flow, and and you will be fine. <laughs> yeah, just do your best. Like the 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 the, the whole experience is 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 about be again like being present and just being in the moment and and trying to enjoy it as yeah. possible. And then if you have to come off trail you have to come off trail or you have to get into a car or you have to like I'm, I'm sure there will be parts of this journey well you know, obviously you're hitchhiking a boat um so that's one form of transport obviously you weren't <laughs> going to swim across the pacific ocean anyway but no 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 <laughs> there will there might be parts where it's impossible to walk it's it, yeah of course it, so you might have to use public transport so and, and 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 sometimes even like i don't feel like walking like when i'm uh, close to a really big road, really uh, with a lot of traffic. Like for example, just before Tirana in in Albania, there were like twenty or twenty five meters of of suburbs with so much traffic, and the landscapes were were useless to hike around. So I just like yeah, you put your thumb up and that's it. You are in the center of Tirana and you are happy with yourself because you hiked like five hours before. Yeah, uh, putting your sub up and yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the trails that you've hiked i assume by what you said that you've linked a lot of existing long distance trails together to get to where you are right now so in terms exactly your route you hiked from paris 
Paris. Paris. Uh, yeah. Then it, uh, you hiked obviously to to the east uh, east of Paris and then into the Alps. Did you? So did you hike through the Alps, the Via Alpina? Yeah, yeah. So first I did like a, a part of the Saint Jacques uh, pilgrimage to reach like the middle of France. Then I went east to Switzerland. I reached I reach, uh, Lausanne and then Montreux when the Via Alpina starts. And then it was like uh, maybe three weeks of uh, Via Alpina uh, uh, through yeah, Switzerland and Italy. That was lovely because like the pass is so well maintained. You have like traces all around um, and and you, you go into towns like really regularly. So that's really luxury. And uh, then the Via Dinarica, it's a bit wilder because it's more recent and the countries don't put so much money into it. It's actually funded by, uh, by US aid. So just have like those big red signs sometimes in big crossings, but uh, it's really not as, as developed as Via Alpina, for example. Okay. Because I, 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 I've heard of people using like the, the various different e routes uh, uh, to get, like obviously around uh, around Europe. Uh, yeah. Obviously, being such long European uh, walking. Yeah, of course. Did, did you come by them at all? Did you did you? I know I, 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 I saw uh, some signs actually in in in. Uh, I think it was at the border of uh, Croatia and Slovenia of one of those uh, e, e routes, but actually I, I didn't know, even know about them before. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't use them. And after the signs, I didn't see it again. So yeah, I think maybe I'm going back on one of them in Greece, but I'm really not sure. Like I took some, um, some parts of, of traces of hikers I know from France and which I really like, uh, I trust them for the traces because uh, I, I know the hikes, I know they are experienced hikers and uh, they give so much information about the hikes so I, I can trust them. So the, the part in, in Greece is like, uh, has been like traced by a French man, he's like 65, he's, he's been doing all these long hikes in Europe before. And, but I think some parts have, have, have uh, like one of the yeah, European roads, but I don't know which one actually. Yeah, because so, uh, the, the reason why I, I brought that up is because the when you're coming back through towards Europe, um, there is actually a route that exists uh, that goes from Ireland and it walks through Ireland oh. into the UK, across the UK, and then down into France. Okay. Um, oh, that's cool. So uh, I welcome you to Ireland if you if you <laughs> uh, if you would have us to uh, to be one of the last stages of of, uh, of your world trip. So it'll be amazing to have you to have you do that, but. I, I won't maybe <laughs> maybe a boat goes from Africa to to Ireland. I don't know. It's gonna be. Oh, you're going to Africa. Yeah, no, that would be difficult. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 a bit far north for me. <laughs> well, what you can do is, you know, once you've completed this world trip, you can go the other way and you can go. Yeah. Towards Ireland. Yeah, I can I can do a lot of stuff after this trip, <laughs> but it's 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 in a bit. So let's not go too far. Well, <laughs> uh, a question I, I normally ask on this, and it, it, it might be really, really difficult to answer, but is what is a, a hike, or is there a particular hike that sticks out in your mind as being your favorite, or is it the one that you're on at the moment? Uh, like, you mean a part, a part of the trail I've been hiking since the beginning? I suppose the, que the question, well, not, not necessarily this trip. Um, the mm -hmm. question is, is kind of an open question in that, 
um, uh, what, uh, like, do you is there a hike like a particular trip that you did that stands out a hiking trip that you've done that stands out or a trail that stands out as being um, particularly memorable yeah I think um, there is one trail in in Croatia that's amazing because uh, of many reasons actually so because of the of the networks of mountain huts which are amazing they are always packed with foods with uh, trail angels and so many hikers from Croatia and from other countries and you can always see them at the Adriatic Sea even if you are like in the mountains so and it takes also um, a pass uh, that has been carved in the mountain in like 1923 I think it's called Premuzica Trail in Croatia and it, it's in the middle of the, the Velebit uh, mountain range. It's also a national park. And yeah, it's, it's been amazing because, because of the people I've met, because of the landscape, because of the networks of mountain range, which, which are uh, really a luxury when you hike uh, such a long distance. Like to have every, every night you have a mattress or at least um, a place to make a fire. Sometimes there is even like running water and electricity, which, which is really impressive. And uh, it was... I think it was a glimpse of uh, this atmosphere you have maybe on the PCT, like every night you meet like 10 people and you have a fire with them, you share the food with them. It was like a kind of a, you know, summer camp uh, for adults experience. So it would be, it would be clear this, this, this part of my trail. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That sounds good. Like, I, I've, I have heard about <laughs> the, the, the hiking in, in Croatia. I've heard that it is, yeah. you know, at just another level. Um, of it was unexpected like i i had no idea hiking was so big in croatia yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's becoming I, I think it's getting more popular now as as uh because croatia maybe is a little bit more of a, a, a tourist destination particularly i suppose yeah. from an irish perspective it definitely is a more of a, a tourist destination I, I went there yeah. a few years ago i did a small bit of hiking but even the small bit of hiking that I did, I was blown away. Even Montenegro, there's some good hiking in Montenegro as well. Um, yeah. But the, the the hiking in Croatia was 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 pretty good. What where was it? The, the, which one? I just the, did, the Croatian part. Oh, I just did a small. It wasn't like a, a a long trail. It was just a small, like a couple of day trails here and there around or, uh, between. Um, uh, Dubrov, no, not Dubrovnik, uh, uh, Split and uh, Plitvice. Yeah. Ah, okay, so it's the, yeah, it's it's really in the south, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. actually a part of the of the Via Adriatica. Now there is like a this developing pass uh, from from the north, the, the border of Croatia to the Montenegro border, which is called Via Adriatica. Mm -hmm. And it takes most of the very bit part, of course, and it goes all the way through Croatia. And it's been developed uh, by like a couple, and they are like um, founding it by themselves. They are making the signs by themselves, and they are really like developing this trail. And actually, when I was hiking uh, in Croatia, I met this German guy. Like it, in his Instagram name is Mr. Hiking Bear, and he was walking from uh, from Germany to to the south of Croatia to Prevlaka. And he was also collecting some funds for this uh, for this trail that is quite new. So, it's I think it's it's going to be really big in the next years, like because there is so much uh, possibilities compared to Gadinarica. It's 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 
yeah, I think it's going to be a, a, a big famous trail in, in a few years because because of the mountain hearts, because of this uh, motivation of this couple. It's, they are really going everywhere. They are doing partnership with hotels, restaurants, mountain huts. They are going on TV in Croatia. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll be sure to make sure that we we reach out to them as well, and we we try and uh, and and make sure that they it becomes popular because it sounds you know that that's a a stellar review from you. So, uh, I'll certainly yeah. reach out to them. <laughs> um, so uh, tell me a, a bit about the solitude on trail because you talked about like you know loving being on trail and hiking on your own, and mm-hmm. doing doing a trail like this over such a, a long uh, a long stretch of, of distance, but also crossing mm-hmm. different countries and stuff like that. What's it like being alone for that amount of time? It's great. <laughs> Actually, so first I have to say like sometimes uh, people join me. So I haven't been alone for like more than two months, I think. Like my father uh, joined me. In Switzerland, now he's back with me in Macedonia. My mother uh, came with me in Italy, and she was coming back in Greece with my brother. I, I had a friend in France. I met this German guy in, in Croatia. So I've, I hiked some parts with people. And yeah, the maximum alone, I think it would be two months. And um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel actually great when I'm hiking alone. Like, I don't feel low. I'm, I don't feel lonely uh, uh, at all. Like uh, I have fun alone. I love all these meditative times during hiking, and also the times when I'm I'm not meditating. I'm just like in the present and just thinking about my okay, just one foot in front of the other and just going with my body. And uh, also, I think that when I'm alone, I meet way much more people. I get much more invited to people houses, so I get really into like the the locals' lives. And that's that's a big advantage. Like it's uh, it's a main advantage of the trip, of course. Mm-hmm. In Albania, it was amazing. Like I got so much invited, and the the hospitality was was amazing. Bosnia as well. And um, yeah, like I like I like my time alone. Sometimes, even when I'm too much invited, I just uh, having a night with in my tent. You know, like a little space of intimacy and reading a book like a PDF phone and, and just having some time for myself. But uh, yeah, for, for now it's been great. I haven't felt like the feeling homesick or uh, really missing my family or friends because I know like, okay, I'm, I'm also regularly in contact with them. I'm calling them every week. So yeah, even if I'm alone, I never feel like uh, isolated or yeah, lonely. That's the... It's an admirable thing because I I'm, I know myself. I've I don't think I've ever spent that much time by myself, and mm-hmm. to to do that in, you know, different countries, different terrains. You know, you don't know how f- closer you, you don't know how far you are away from civilization. Sometimes, <laughs> maybe you do, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's 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 an admirable thing to be able to to be comfortable in that. But, yeah. Sure. I'm sure it, it didn't come like straight away. Like it, it took some time for you to kind of go, okay, I'm cool with this. Um, yeah, so I think it goes back to what I was saying. Like at 20, I couldn't do it. At 25, I was like really okay with this. 
But uh, since then, I'm like, I'm really comfortable with this. But I don't think it's okay. I think it's also kind of like a personal, personality thing. Like, even if people could try it for a long time, I'm not sure uh, this kind of like uh, life is made for everyone. Mm. Like people, some people are really like social animals and they need like people around them all the time, a uh, group of friends, uh, relatives. And yeah, even if you like, you're saying to yourself, okay, I can do it. I can uh, become like a, this person that is okay living a few weeks alone. I'm I'm not sure it's it's actually okay for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not saying is I'm not saying like it's an advantage or a quality or uh, I'm I'm better than people because I, I I manage this. It's just like a trait of personality you are maybe born with or you are grown into this. But uh, yeah. I think I think for myself it's just a trait of personality and yeah. Yeah, I I I wouldn't completely. Uh, I, I don't disagree really at all with with that. I mm-hmm. think some people can can discover that about themselves, uh, but some people it just doesn't work. It's the same way like uh, a yeah. lot of, like training. You know, some people don't like certain types of exercise, certain types of foods. Yeah. yeah. Certain types of lifestyles just don't, don't suit people, and they just like it's not. Yeah. For me. I don't want it, and uh, it's it, it is it is about exposing yourself to it a little bit, e- even if it is for you, and you're a good example of this. It is for you, but it took you a while to realize that it was for you, and I think maybe yeah. there's a small part of you that were like, no, I know it is for me, but I just haven't like sat in it long enough. I need to. I need to be here long enough, and then it's going to start working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, I think even even before my trip, I was convinced that it would be okay for me because I had like this experience in Turkey, and that was really my my comparison. You know, like after those the three weeks in Turkey, I was like, okay, I can do it. Yeah. Like I've 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 been traveling alone, like also in Maro, for example, for one month and a half, but it was really different. It's not hiking, you know. Like it was going into hostels, meeting like some some French expats. It's, it was it was it was not really the same thing. Mm. Backpacking alone and, and hiking alone is really different, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and will you be doing um, any part of the, uh, the? Is it the Lycian Way in Turkey? Will you be doing that again? I don't know. Actually, I'm I'm quite hesitating. So I'm hesitating between this Lycian Way. But it goes all the way to the to the Syrian border, and uh, I could also go on the on the Black Sea coast because it's easier than to go to Kurdistan from from this part. Okay. I think it's going to depend on on the weather on or some recommendations for for Turkish hikers. I'm speaking with uh, right now. Like I'm I'm really not into like doing the same hike again. Like sure. okay, I, I've loved it, but so yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently, the, the the Black Sea coast is really less populated, less touristic. So I think it's going to be like a bit more authentic, maybe. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and would that be a kind of well developed trail that you uh, that that exists there? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think it's going to be improvisation and going along the coast, and sometimes going a bit into like those hills and mountains that are close to the coast. Yeah, I, I, I picked this trace from the, the French guy I was talking to you. Yeah. And uh, he really did it like with, with Google Earth and and yeah, like with his own um, 
map <laughs> map finding skills. Amazing. Um, we might get a, a mm. job working in hiker trying to get make our trails. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, so two two kind of more philosophical questions, if you if you will. Yeah. Uh, now. Of course. So the two questions. What the first one is. The no, normally I ask you like through uh because of hiking have you discovered something about your home country that you wouldn't have known before that's normally what i ask Mm. but i suppose this is a particularly different one because you're hiking the the world at the moment you're you're (laughs) a world trip what have you discovered about the world through hiking that you wouldn't have known before uh 99 of people are um amazingly nice and they are happy to help that's yeah that's what every (laughs) i'm not i'm not just saying that's what everybody says but that's a that's a common common response most people are saying it is the people i don't know if you ever heard of um a girl called uh, elena osborne um, she is a New Zealand um, filmmaker and hiker and she did the PCT back in like 2019 but she made this amazing, okay. amazing documentary uh, if you ever get a, an opportunity on your trip it'll, it'll just make you want to do the PCT even more um, <laughs> and it's uh, she, she like interviews people at the PCT yeah yeah she she documents her whole trip along the PCT and uh, she, nice she made a short documentary and then she also makes like a, a, a episodes about it as well um, is, it, is it on YouTube yep yep um nice and it, and it's called it is the people and that's the <laughs> theme that happens with everything is that it's the people that make these things amazing like the scenery is incredible yeah the country, the food, the terrain, everything that is incredible. Yeah. Sure, it, it, it is the people that ultimately that's the memories that you'll have. They're the, the things of course, that of course. Burn in your memory. Like right now when I'm when I'm turning back on, on the countries I've crossed, I really think, okay, uh, when I'm coming back, I need to visit these people, this person, this person, this person. It's like just a, co- a constellation of, of persons I need to visit again. Yeah. You don't need social media. It just needs your feet, and you just go back and walk over to their house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably, maybe I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll hitchhike, or yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna do the same old trip just to see the people I've met. It's gonna be a bit long. Um, this is not a, a normal question that I would ask, but I, I know you're on a big trip, and it's gonna take you a long time to finish this one. But do you have any? other hikes that you'd like to do in the future or is there any countries that you'd love to hike in the future um so countries or hikes that are not in my trip yes okay uh maybe you're kind of you're kind of maybe the belt you're kind of going into every country, though. In fairness, <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm trying to look like for countries that I'm not on my on my trace. Yeah, it's maybe the Silk the Silk Road. So uh, like all the yeah. Kazakhstan, Tajikistan. So the, I was I was actually planning to do it, but uh, I chose to go below the Himalaya instead. Mm-hmm. So Pakistan, India, because I'm really attracted to to Iraq, to Pakistan, in India. I don't know why. Just I just feel like I'm I need to go to those countries. So maybe those those yeah like Central Asian countries, Mongolia, and a part of Russia as well. And uh, apart from those, 
I don't know why I'm I'm not that attracted about Australian hikes. Maybe because of the wild animal. I don't know. It's it's. I think it's too big, too rough. Like I feel like I'm not gonna meet <laughs> meet a, a lot of people in the center of Australia if I hike there. So it's just it's for all, the landscape, it's all, or it's all usually like in the the west and the, like the southwest is kind of like New South Wales will be like the main areas for hiking down okay. there. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Australia is not unfortunately is not known for its hikes. It's it's more known for coast. You know, it's the the surf. Yeah. That's what it's known for. But there are some amazing. So, there are so, some people. Some people crossed it by hiking, but it it seems really desertic and really hard actually yeah um and new zealand new zealand will be uh yeah new zealand of course the tiara yeah it's it seems amazing yeah yeah but maybe maybe i'll go to australia and new zealand it's i don't know if it's really dependent on the boat and and the destiny that gives me those boats so this will be uh, just going with with the flow as as we said before (laughs) can i actually again i still have one more philosophical question but i have just a question Mm -hmm. notice that you have said boats you have ne- you haven't said planes is are you, yeah. the choice not to use planes i I've, i haven't uh taken the plane for uh since my accident i had an accident maybe i told you about oh no sorry no we haven't spoken about that uh I, w- I will tell you just after that but since like uh 2020 i didn't like january uh i didn't take any planes because of it's like a ec- ecological uh, conviction so so I'm not taking any planes anymore uh, because of that. And um, and both just seem like the perfect way to cross the oceans if you don't take planes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to go, of course, on, on huge, um, how do you call that in English? Uh, huge, uh, not ferries, but, uh, you know, like gas tankers or uh, oil tankers. That's I actually normally need to pay and it's quite expensive because uh, I've read that... Uh, they need not to compete with the planes, so they are actually on the same price range because mm-hmm. of that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I just triggered me that like you, you know, you're spanning, you're going these huge distances, and uh, I, I, I never once heard you say plane. So um, yeah, that, that's <laughs> interesting. and 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 I commend you for that, you know, because the. the we won't get into the environmental conversation right now. That's definitely something for for another time. But um, one of the the reasons why we're doing what we're doing and promoting hiking is because it's it's yeah. a sustainable way of traveling. And I think you're doing, of the course, most, the most sustainable way of doing that by you know, traveling around <laughs> the world. So you're, you're, I, I think you're, I think you're, yeah. the, you're the poster boy for uh, for sustainable travel right now. Yeah, I think my carbon footprint is is quite low. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm conscious of the time, but I, I want to ask you one more question. Um, what is hiking to you or what does hiking mean to you? What is hiking and what does it mean to me? Well, that's, that's a big question. Uh, first, it's a way, way of discovering the world slowly. And I think that's a huge part of the answer because the slowness is essential if you want to discover uh, countries, people. Like I've I've been talking to to like cycling uh, travelers, and they told me, yeah, you have this huge advantage because when you're crossing a village, you have the time to stop and just turn to the person you are talking to and stay there for like 
10, 20 minutes. When you're on a bike, you just say hello and that's it. Or you need to go back uh, to go down from your bike. So first quality of hiking is this, I think. It's way of traveling slowly and it allows you to discover everything in a country and their inhabitants. And um, I'm not really into like um, this mental health uh, kind of uh, current in hiking, which is really big. And it's actually true. Like uh, I think it's uh, hiking is like one of the best strengths you can find. Like I've heard so many people that after like a uh, big depression or after like military uh, injuries, they are going into those big hikes. That's, I don't think that's uh, the thing for me. So way of traveling slowly, discovering people and and also my new way of life, I think. <laughs> that's uh, very similar to some of the other answers that I had. I suppose the, the, it's, yeah, it is a way of life and it's a way of feeling alive, I think, uh, which would be a common thing. Like That's true, yeah, that's true. And, and that's all to do with the slowness. It's, it's you know, mm -hmm. slowing down and actually got to go and take, taking everything in. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody needs time in nature whether it be walking from one side of the planet to the other, or whether it be just going to your local trail or your local park or wherever it mm -hmm. is, everybody needs that in their life because it, it, it truly is where you feel alive. Well, I'll speak for myself and I'm sure you will agree. And a lot of people <laughs> will agree, but I fully agree. I don't know if I feel alive in, you know, my little booth here where I'm recording this. <laughs> I feel inspired, but like, yeah. I actually stand outside and I'm 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 I I feel dwarfed by by the earth and the and the, the landscape around me. That's when that's when I feel alive. Um but uh yeah. So I'll, I'm 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 not gonna keep you too much longer. Um but I do want to say a big thank you for coming on and taking time out and, and doing this from your trip. Uh I know you're resting up for the evening, so you're uh, you're not you're not going anywhere right now. Uh, no. when, are you, when are you taking off again? When are you, when are you hiking again? Tomorrow morning. Excellent. Okay, straight back on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you have a fantastic philosophy. Um, you've got an amazing adventure on it at the moment. And uh, you've just got this uh, really easy attitude about you. And I, 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 I look forward to following you on your journey. Um, I'll post all your social media and everything in the show notes so people can follow you on this. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I look forward to, to seeing you on the, the rest of your adventure. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Chat to you later. Goodbye. What an adventure. Imagine walking out your front door and just going across every, traversing every single continent on the planet, except for two, obviously. And traversing the Alps is just one part of that. Uh, the PCT is just one part of that. That's bizarre. Anyway, uh, definitely going to have Salal back on to catch up on his adventure. Um, maybe see how he managed to get across the Pacific Ocean. Uh, how's he going to get across the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, my brain is just going crazy over this. Um, what a dude as well. Really nice guy. Really funny. 
Uh, really got on with him and can't wait to have him back on the show again. That is it for this week and that is it for this year. 2021 is over. What? That just flew by. Uh, it's still January in my eyes. Um, but yeah, 2022 is around the corner and we have more interviews. 2022 was a big year, people. 2022 is set to be the biggest year for hiking ever. I really don't want to have to do the whole sales pitch thing again, but there really isn't a better time to upgrade to Hiker Pro. There's a bunch of new features that we're going to launch in the next few weeks. There's thousands of hiking trails we're about to launch in the coming weeks and months. We'll actually, we'll never stop adding trails. They'll just keep going. Um, and there's a bunch of new partnerships we're going to be announcing in the coming weeks as well. So I, I'm going to say it again. 2022 is going to be a big year. Um, I'll stop talking. Have a great new year. And I'll be back next week with another new episode. Happy trails, folks. <laughs>